Okay, good evening. So we are back. I apologize for the delay. Life is a little bit crazy right now. Um, but the show must go on. We are still here. Please, God. Uh, tonight is the second day of Tishrei. Tishrei. What are we? Cheshvan. Mar Cheshvan. Ram Cheshvan, if you will. It's the second day. Um, jumping back into the humble king. Um, the king wants a picture of the other king. He sends his wise man. His wise man comes. And he sees that the whole country is steeped in uh, financial crimes and bribery. And the whole the whole system is is funky. Going on, it says, and he sees that, that the whole the whole kingdom is corrupt from the bottom to the top. It says, "Ucha sheba el hamelech anava amar." So he comes to the king and he says, "Al miyatamelech, over whom are you king?" Shemadina meleish garim kula mitchila beatzayif ve'im bashum ames. Right, the country is full of lies completely from the beginning until the end and there is no MS there is no MS right why why say both of those things why say that it's full of lies completely from the beginning till the end and there is within it no MS shum nothing MS nothing is true um Right, so he's making two separate statements here. It sounds sort of like hugzama, like he's he's just sort of saying, um, you know, I don't like it here, and it's bad. I don't know. He's he's repeating he's repeating himself. Why? He's saying two different things. The first thing he's saying is the country is totally full of lies, completely from from beginning to end. <coughs> but also, there is no truth. Right, these are two separate things. It's one thing. To lie, right? It's one thing if I tell you it's uh, it's raining and it's not. If I tell you, um, you know, it's Shabbos and it's not or whatever. That's a lie, right? Did you steal the cookies from the cookie jar, young man? No, I did not steal the cookies from the cookie jar. That's a lie. I stole those cookies, okay? Okay? I'm sorry. <clears throat> but to say, and there is no truth in it, that's a different accusation, Right? Because being able to tell the truth is, is, is actually a certain level, right? It's a certain level of, of um, mind, of das, that I know that there's a truth. I'm just not going to say it. But in a world where there is no truth, ain't bashum emes, right? Then you can't even be, can be accused of lying because you're just so, uh, you don't believe there is truth. Right, you don't have a concept of true, because what does true mean? Right, this is what it means. He mentions mitchila v'adsayif. What's mitchila v'adsayif? The word emes, the Gemara explains, is resh, rosh, toch, sof, beginning, middle, end. Look at the aleph base, aleph, bet, bet, aleph, bet, bet, gimel, dalet, hey, etc. What's the first letter? Aleph. What's the middle letter? Mem. What's the last letter? Tough. What does that spell? Ms. So the Gemara says emes is it's true at the beginning. It's true in the middle. It's true in the end. That's emes, right? Anything which is not consistent and true in both the beginning and all in, in the beginning and the middle of the end of a process of of a, of a anything, <clears throat> right? Imagine 
if you're watching a Superman movie, and all throughout the movie, he's vulnerable to kryptonite, and then all of a sudden at the end, he's not. You say, well, that's not true. That, that, that doesn't add up. Or if at the beginning, he, he wasn't, and then in the middle of the end, he suddenly is, right? You say, that's not true. It's not real. It's not consistent. Right? That's why, you, you know, you wa- we watch these silly, you know, you watch a movie, and even though you know it's fiction, you're like, oh, but that, why is that character doing that? That's that's a new thing that that character does, or, you know. Um, it's a big thing with the Marvel movies. I'm not going to get into anything specific, but I, I feel like, I feel like the point is clear. So there's the concept of something which is a lie because it's not consistent from the beginning until the end. Fine. But then there's a deeper level where there's no truth at all. There's no such thing as intellectual consistency, intellectual honesty. So he's like, listen, the people are just telling Saturday Night Live is all about uh, how everyone's a liar. And then all the government officials are for sale. And you go to the Supreme Court and you bribe them today and tomorrow they don't know you. And you go up to the Senate and the Senate is like, you know, you know, they're, they're having relationships with Chinese spies and their sons are doing business in, in Ukraine and, uh, you know, they're all being investigated for, for fraud and Epstein didn't kill himself and it's like the whole thing is insane and everyone is a liar. It's terrible. And the king, he heard what he said. He, so this word, Hirkin Oznav, it seems he, he drew his ear closer to hear, Etzel Havilon Nishmo Dvarov, right? So the, the, the wise man is really getting uh, excited, all you know, not in a positive way, getting agitated about all this Shekhar, and the, the king turns his ear <coughs> to the to the Vilon to hear closer, the curtain to hear better. Because the king was surprised that he would find a man who knows about all, of all the lies of his country. And the king's ministers that heard his words, hang on one second, this is important, that heard his words, they got very angry. You're saying our country is is uh you know is bad, we're full of lies and and bribery. He kept going. And this is bad and this is bad and this is no good. And the wise man says, And I think that you are like them. Right? So is the nation, so is the king. Just like they all love to lie, just like they're all terrible, you're the same. You love Sheker just like your people. And from this, I see how you are a man of truth. And so it is from this, I see just how you are such a great man of truth, right? That was one of the questions. Is this king a man of truth? We know he's a gibor. 
is he an anav? Is he an ishamez? Is he a man of truth? And because of this, you are far from them. Because you can't save all them of the sheker of this country. So he begins to praise the king very much. Okay. He turns his ear and it was surprising to the king that he would find a man who knows of the laws of his country. Right? Meaning, it's very interesting that the king would be surprised, right? So it, it would seem that no one's ever confronted about this, right? Because he lives in a country where everyone lies and there's no concept of truth. So there's no one to challenge him, right? There's no one to... People probably don't know he exists, right? Because a concept of truth comes from comes from above, right? That's the point of a king. That's one of the reasons a king is, is, is compared to Hashem. Hashem is a king, etc. What happens on Rosh Hashanah, the day we crown Hashem? It's the Yom Adin. It's the day of judgment. It's the day of law, right? If there's no king, there's no... En, en, what do they say in Hebrew? They say, en din en dayan. There's no justice and there's no judge, right? In order to have a, di, a din, you need a dayan. And if you have a dayan, you, need, you have a din, Right? The king gives us our structure, right? So what does it mean that the king understands that his country is full of lies, right? It means he knows that there's no one who can, can confront him on the country being lawless because they don't even know that it's lawless, right? wouldn't seem lawless to them. It seems just like their, their reality, um, what I don't understand is why doesn't this reflect badly on the king, right? Rashi says, Ein melech below am. So if, the, if the, the, the country's corrupted, why is the king being praised for being so far from them? Okay, the king in himself perhaps is a man of truth, which is why he needs to separate from them. Um, but isn't the job of the king to, to be close to his people and to, to help them and lift them up and improve their lives? I don't know. Um, uh, I'm going to pause it here. Wait. No, I think then just the last paragraph goes like this, and it says, And because this king was very humble, And in the place where you see his greatness, you find his humility, right? This is this is a direct reference to Hashem is Baruch. I recognize it from the Tanya. Say for Tanya. Um, I don't remember the, the source of it in there, but I remember it from the Tanya. It says, the place where you see his Hashem's greatness, there you see his humility, which is, I don't understand what that means. Um, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps the idea of free choice, right? Um, God is so infinite that he can allow us to make our own decisions, right? He doesn't need to control us. Right, a small deity would need to tell us what to do, and tell us what to think, and wouldn't wouldn't give us, wouldn't provide for us free choice. Right, God tells us what to do, but then we get to make our mind up. Right, I saw uh, a picture, um, a meme. Someone said, "You're so powerful that if you want, you can be not powerful." It said a little bit more, you know, you know, pithy than that, but 
something along those lines. A per- you are so powerful. I am so powerful that if I decide to, I can be not powerful. Right? I can take away my own power if I want. That's how powerful I am. Right? God is so infinite that he can allow me to make my own, my own decision. Right? Um, like we were discussing in, uh, in Shul tonight, right? there's the whole story of... <coughs> of Tanur, uh, of Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Eliezer, I don't remember the details. Once again, I'm in Amaretz. There's a story about there was a question if this particular oven, if it was if it was virtually pure, virtually impure, I forget. And Lumaisa, one of the one of the Tanaim is saying that God is on his side. In heaven, he's right. But the Chachamim say we don't care. And they paskin like the Chachamim and not like Hashem, right? Literally a voice comes from heaven and says that, you know, I guess Rabbi Eliezer, I don't know, that one of the sages is correct and one of the sages is incorrect. And the majority says, we don't care. This is this is the ruling. And it says that Hashem smiled, and he said, my children have uh, nitzachoni, something like that, uh, which could mean they they bested me, they defeated me. But I heard someone said tonight that it's Lashon uh, Netzach, like they, they made me Netzach, they made me eternal. Right? What does that mean, I think, my reading of it, is that is that he's seen that that his children, the Talmud Yechachamim, the, the sages, um, are truly his children, and they will make him an eternal memory, because they'll always remember him, because they don't need his they don't need his permission to think, right? Like I was thinking about the idea of, of my own children as they grow up and I see that they make their own um, decisions and they make their own um, uh, actions and it's it can be frightening and difficult, etc. But I know that they're building a life for themselves and they're they're um, they have an independence, right? Yeah. So, right. So, so that's the idea of in the place of his greatness is his humility. Humility and greatness are linked, right? The more space that I can give to a friend, a partner, a loved one, um, the greater I am, right? The 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 less control I allow others around me to have. It's because of my own smallness. This is the way of the humble one, someone who is humble. Right? Someone who is really humble, the more that you praise him and the more you raise him up, he becomes even smaller and humbler. Mamish, right? So the the because the king is so humble that he's being praised and praised and praised, and he's saying such nice things about him. He gets smaller and humbler, and because of the greatness of the praise of the wise man is praising him and elevating the king, the king comes in his he becomes so humble and so small maod until he becomes nothing mamish garnished. and he can't hold back at Savilo Nirot at Otohai Chacham. And he can't hold back and he and he 
pulls back the curtain to see the wise man. Who is the one who knows and understands all this? And he showed his face, and the wise man saw him. And he brought his picture back to the king. Bum, bum, bum. What does that mean? Uh, it sounds to me like some sort of um, relationship between the tzaddik and the... So that we've got two kings and we got a wise man. Feels like the wise man is like the the tzaddik, the tzaddik emes, um, who who's the the really the only one that kind of gets Hashem as it were, and right, I forget what the source is, but it says somewhere that uh, a tzaddik amongst normal people is like a a man. If a man was like hanging out with monkeys, he'd be like, "This is not okay." Right, so the tzaddik is the one who sees all the lies. Right, the tzaddik walks through this world and just sees the whole world is full of uh, shakir lies, bribery, twisted, twisted things, and and he's praising God. He has this one-on-one relationship with God where they they're they're very close. Right, we see Moshe Rabbeinu, etc. Um, <clears throat> and he praises God for being far away, but that's not good. I don't want God to be far away, and the tzaddik. And then Sadiq praises him, and he gets so humble, and he's just so right because the the what is it the Shem is the um, desires the the prayers of the Tzadikim, Rashi says by Yitzchak and Rivka, right? Why the why the Imahot were all akarot, right? That Hashem desires the prayers of the righteous, right? Um, and he comes out and he shows his face, whatever that means. <coughs> Nizgala Panav, what does it mean that Hashem revealed his face, right? Even even to Moshe Rabbeinu with the Yidgil Mitzrachim, he doesn't reveal his face. It, it, I don't know. Is this the Zohar? Is this the Baal Shem Tov? Is this Chassidus? I don't know. I don't know what it means that he saw his face and he made a picture of him and brought it to the other king. Who's this other king? I don't know. I don't know. Um, fine. You know, it's okay to have questions okay to have questions, especially when you are um, in Amar, it's like I am because I don't really know a whole lot, frankly um, so yeah, we're going to leave it there for tonight that is the end of the story of the humble king, we are continuing tomorrow, God willing in the seventh story the, st- the story of the fly and the spider bum 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 have a wonderful evening